Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I cannot wait to chat with you today, as literally always. But I'm just going to get right into today's episode because it's a good one, and you know, I just like to get right to it. So this episode was inspired by a friend who texted me, and she's like, Corinne, my period is literally always every 28 days. I get it every 28 days, like clockwork, always, 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 always. And it's late right now by like five days, and that never happens. She's like, I don't understand what's going on in my body. Like, what is happening? She's like, I took a pregnancy test and it's negative. So I know I'm not pregnant, but why is my period late? And maybe you have had a similar experience. So she asked me, she says, it has been a higher stress month and I did travel, but would something like that really throw it off this much? And as soon as she asked my question, I said in my head, okay, I 100% need to do a podcast episode about this because yes, it can affect it that much. Our hormones are so delicate and they're very, very much affected by outside stressors, by toxins, by changes in our routine. They're affected very easily by things like that, which is so important to know what actually does negatively affect them, affect them. So you could be aware of it and know what's actually going on in your body. So let me just talk about some of the ways that stress and travel actually does affect your period and can make it late, even if you're not pregnant. Because maybe you've been in the situation where you are like, oh my God, where's my period? Let me take a pregnancy test. Like I've 100% been there. (laughs) If you've been there also, please let me know. But I'm sure you have. And it's just, it's normal because we weren't taught about the things that actually affect our period and that it can be late without you being pregnant. Not that it's normal because that means that something is affecting your hormones in a negative way, But if we don't know what to look out for and we don't know how to then shift things the next month, we're going to go down a cycle of things eventually always becoming late our period turning super irregular or going non-existent. And we don't want that to happen. So that's why I love teaching you about warning signs to look out for. So you could be like, oh, okay, I have to now start shifting things because I saw that my period was really late this month and I know it's because of X, Y, and Z. So I need to fix this so it doesn't continue down a more negative path, right? So let's just talk about stress for a second. I've definitely done podcast episodes about this before, but in the sake of this episode, we're talking about how it can cause your period to be late. And most of the time we always think of, oh, okay, like what am I eating? Was it working out? Or maybe you might not even think of that when you're related to your period, but sometimes that's the first place we go. This specific friend didn't even go there because she is actually a nutrition coach and she knows that her nutrition was the same. Her workouts were the same. Like none of that shifted only the stress and the traveling was a different factor. So that's why she asked me, could it actually affect it? Like, could really just an extra high stress month really affect my period? And it 100% can. So here's the reason why. 
Stress raises your cortisol levels, of course, right? Cortisol is our stress hormone. And when that happens, a few things come out of it. Number one is that it disrupts your blood sugar, which in turn disrupts your ovulation and your period. So dysregulated blood sugar is a huge root cause of like seriously most all hormone imbalances. So if you have dysregulated blood sugar, what that could look like is really hard time for you to lose weight or maintain a healthy weight, cravings, sleep disturbances, 3 p.m. slump, brain fog, um, irregular periods like this, or your period just coming later. It could also look like if you do have PCOS, it could look like um, acne and uh, facial hair growth, things like that. Feeling really shaky in between meals, not being satisfied after eating, you're always feeling hungry. All of these migraines, like all of these things can be attributed to blood sugar dysregulation, which is why it's so crucial to support our blood sugar because it helps so many different symptoms that we are experiencing because we're attacking the root cause. And having a really stressful month, of course, is going to continuously raise that cortisol level up, and that is going to disrupt your blood sugar, which is going to disrupt your ovulation. And if your ovulation is disrupted, it's going to affect the length of your period. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a second. So that is how stress affects your blood sugar. And then on top of that, the stress hormone cortisol, again, it blocks our progesterone production and it lowers progesterone levels. So if you aren't, or maybe you're new here and you're not familiar with this, but I have talked about it a ton on the podcast before, progesterone is the hormone that we create from ovulating. When we ovulate, we produce the hormone progesterone. And it's a really, really crucial hormone because it helps you hold on to a pregnancy. It really, aside from being pregnant though, or wanting to get pregnant, it supports your metabolism, your thyroid, your hair, your skin, your nails, your bones. It's crucial hormone for us to have. And cortisol blocks our progesterone production and it lowers the progesterone levels. Why does it do that? Because cortisol uses progesterone or our body, not cortisol, our body uses progesterone to produce more cortisol. So when we need more cortisol, because we're stressed out, because we're overexercising, whatever it is, it's using our progesterone to continuously make more of it. Because our body has only so much cortisol that it's, it's going to just have it, like in store. It's going to need to use progesterone to make more of it. So that is lowering our progesterone levels, and it's just blocking the progesterone production in general as well. And this is messing with your cycle because it could lengthen your luteal phase, which could make your period late. And your luteal phase is the phase after ovulation and the phase right before you get your period. So those two weeks, it's really 10 to 14 days long before you get your period. And this is the phase where if you do have imbalanced hormones, you will experience PMS, mood swings, all that stuff. So this stress-blocking progesterone production could mess with your cycle by lengthening that luteal phase, so making it longer, which could make your period seem late. And it could make your period kind of start off slow with a lot of brown spotting and brown blood before you get your regular flow. That is a sign of low progesterone. And I did a whole podcast episode on um, the color periods, the, the, yeah, the color of your period. So I'll link that below if you want to check that out. But that's another way that stress can affect your period and make your period become late because it's lengthening that luteal phase. Okay, so then, so let me just recap that stress part real quick. So stress raises your cortisol levels, so it disrupts your blood sugar, which is going to disrupt your ovulation and your period because blood sugar dysregulation is a root cause of most all hormonal imbalances. And the stress hormone cortisol is blocking that progesterone production and lowering the progesterone levels. So it's going to lengthen your luteal phase, the phase right before you get your period, and it can make your period start off slow with a lot of brown spotting. 
Okay. Now, on top of that, if you experience stress around the time that you typically ovulate, which I'll talk more about that, how you can tell that in a second, the increased level of cortisol around ovulation can delay or prevent ovulation. So if it's delaying ovulation, it's going to make your period become later because you're ovulating later and our luteal phase typically always stays about the same length. Our ovulation will fluctuate based off of if we're stressed, if we're traveling, our ovulation day will fluctuate, which is something we also don't learn. But your luteal phase typically stays about the same length. So if your luteal phase is normally 10 days, it's probably always going to be 10 days. If it's normally 11 days, it's always going to be 11 days, however long it is for you. And if you go back to episodes 16 and 17 in this podcast, I talk about how you can track your period and track your ovulation. I will touch on it in a second. But for a deeper dive on it, definitely go back and check that out. So if you are experiencing stress around the time you ovulate, It's going to delay your ovulation or it could totally prevent it, which means you might just totally skip your period that month. But if it delays it, it's going to make your period come later because it is now your luteal phase is going to still be the same length, but you didn't ovulate until later than normal. So now your cycle is becoming longer. Okay. And then also intense stress can just cause you to not ovulate at all. Like I just said, it could totally prevent ovulation. So that could turn into you not getting a period that month. And if you're not paying attention to it and you're not really making supportive changes, it could go on for months and months and months. And now you're sitting here and you're like, I just don't have a period anymore, which I've been there. And stress was definitely one part of it. Not the all end all be all for me, but it was definitely part of it. Okay, I just had to pop in here really quick and interrupt this episode to let you know about this month's program in case you're interested. So if you're listening to this in real time, this is the program I'm talking about about August 2021. If you're not listening to this in real time, you could always contact me and see what program is available right now, and it might be this one. So here's what it's about. It's called Elevate Your Energy, and it's taking you from fatigued to energized in four weeks. I'm so freaking excited for this program because having sufficient energy through the day, and not even sufficient more energy than you could ever even imagine throughout the day and having sustained energy levels is going to be life-changing, game-changing for you. Like what could you actually do more of if you had more energy? So not only is this program going to be giving you more energy, but because we are getting more energy from supporting your hormones, there are so many other benefits, such as supporting your blood sugar, which is something we talked about on this episode today. That is a huge portion of this program, Elevate Your Energy, because 3 p.m. slumps and fatigue and brain fog and all that stuff, that is a result of dysregulated blood sugar. So part of this program is really supporting that. And like we talked about in this episode, if your blood sugar is not dysregulated, your hormones are going to be imbalanced. So it's really, really crucial part of it. So this is really for you if you desire having just an overflow of energy so you could show up fully to your life with more joy and more excitement. And who doesn't freaking want that? Whether that's to put energy towards scaling your business or your side hustle or to your family, to schooling, like whatever it is, this is for you if you really want to work with me and calibrate up to my energy and learn from me and be in a container with other like-minded women who are wanting to do the same thing you are. It's a live program, so I'm in there with you the whole time. I can't freaking wait for it. You can DM me on Instagram at Angelica for more information. The link below is to sign up. You could also text me the word elevate. Either way, whatever's easier 
easier for you. Either text me, DM me on Instagram, or the link is right there for you. If you already know that you want to sign up, that's there for you in the show notes. But honestly, this is just for you if you desire waking up with energy, maintaining stable energy levels throughout the day, learning how your energy shifts in each phase of your cycle so you don't have that extreme swing of energy and fatigue. So if you want to be your most energetic self so you could really unlock your potential and truly thrive in all areas of your life, Elevate Your Energy is for you. I cannot wait to lead you to your most energized self. Now let's get back to today's episode. So the point of this is that if you are having a higher stress month or just a stressful situation around the time you're ovulating, like we need to know that things like this do affect our period and it's something to pay attention to. And so what my friend said to me was, wow, Corinne, this was a wake-up call because I'm so in tune with my body. My body, my period is always regular. This is a real wake-up call for me that I am under intense stress. I'm on the verge of burnout, which is super common for a lot of entrepreneurs. Not normal and not necessary, but very common. And she is an entrepreneur. And so she's like, you know, I really, I need to make some changes. I, I need, this is a wake-up call for me. I need to reassess some things because I felt like, whoa, I don't know what's going on in my body right now. And she's someone who is used to being so in tune with her body that she didn't understand what was happening. So that is how stress can affect your period. And I want to just touch on the travel piece of it for a second, because this is something that I experience a lot. And this is something that she asked about. And it is something that definitely does call, can cause your period to be later or to disrupt your ovulation. Because especially if we're traveling out of you know the, our normal time zone, what really happens, you know, we hear of jet lag, right? What jet lag really is, is circadian rhythm disruption. And our circadian rhythm is our sleep and wake cycle. So of course, if you're traveling, like if you're from New York, like I am, and you're traveling to California, there's a three hour difference. So your body is not used to that time zone. Our body is all about rhythms. Our circadian rhythm, not only does it affect our sleep and wake cycle, but it affects our hormones and our sleep and wake cycle affects our blood sugar. So normally when you wake up in the morning, you have higher cortisol levels to wake you up. And it's, and it's meant to be, it's a healthy level of higher cortisol level in the morning. And then at night you have higher melatonin levels to help make you feel drowsy and to go to sleep. When that's disrupted, it's going to affect your period because our hormones are very tightly connected to our circadian rhythm because of those cortisol and melatonin levels. And on top of that, when our circadian rhythm is disrupted, it also affects our hunger and satiating hormones, ghrelin and leptin. And when those are affected, it affects our blood sugar. And when we, we just talked about before of how much our blood sugar really needs to be regulated out in order to have a healthy cycle and healthy hormones. So traveling, even if it's not out of the, the time zone, even if you're like, oh, I, I traveled within the time zone, it's still disrupting our normal routine our normal way of eating, it's still disrupting things. And our body is so intuitive. It's so sensitive. It picks up on everything. And what it does, the reason why it does is, especially if you were traveling around ovulation, this happens to me every single time I travel around when I'm getting, uh, when I'm going to be ovulating, uh, my period becomes later because my ovulation is delayed. In the past, I used to completely lose my period when I traveled. It would just go away for months and months and then it would eventually come back. Now, because I'm in a much more you know hormonally balanced place, it will sometimes just delay it. And actually, one time, the last time I traveled didn't, didn't delay it at all. I was completely shocked. But and and I did switch time zones. I couldn't even believe it. But anyway, 
that can 100% happen because you're out of your routine. You're not needing the same things. You're doing different things. It's just uh, the whole point of this message, this whole point of this podcast episode is to let you know that your hormones are affected by things like that because our body is so intelligent that it's always trying to get us pregnant, right? It's our reproductive system. Whether we want to get pregnant or not, that's what our reproductive system is made for. So if it feels like it's not a good time for you to get pregnant, it's so smart, so it's going to delay things. It's going to be like, oh, okay, right now does not seem like it's a great time for her to get pregnant, so I'm just going to push this ovulation aside for right now because it doesn't seem like it's a great time for her to have a baby. And you might be like, well, I don't want to have a baby. Your body doesn't know that. Your body doesn't care. Our reproductive system is our reproductive system. That's just how it is. So that is how stress and traveling can 100% throw off your period. So what I really want you to do is just analyze things. If you do experience like a random month where your period is just late and you're not pregnant and you don't understand why, really look at, okay, was I extra stressed out this month? This month, Did I travel? Have I been prioritizing my sleep? Have I been really doing things to help manage my stress? Am I setting healthy boundaries? What are my priorities? Really look at this because it does matter. It's not just what you're eating. It's not just how you're moving your body. And I say this literally all the time on this podcast because it's so crucial. This is a perfect example. My friend did not change anything she was eating, working out, nothing like that. Her stress and travel is what made it become late. She ended up getting it. I think it was like five or six days, maybe a week later. So she ended up getting it, but it was just a wake-up call for her to say, okay, I need to get this stress under control because if I don't, it's going to continuously be late and then eventually her period can just go MIA. And and why does that matter? Well, you obviously know now if you've listened to this podcast, it's super important to have a period. It's super important to be ovulating. I did a recently did a podcast episode, the last episode, um, Last Tuesday, it was episode 90, I want to say episode 90, I interviewed the author of The Fifth Vital Sign, Lisa Hendrickson-Jack, and she talked a lot about the importance of ovulation. I talk about it all the time here too, so if you're not new... If you're not new here, you've definitely heard me talk about it, but it's super, super, super important for our hormones to be in balance, not just to get pregnant, but to make sure that we are supporting our bones. We are protecting ourselves from heart disease and cancer and osteoporosis and all these things, and we feel good every day. If we're not getting our period, our hormones are imbalanced, which is going to make us have real low energy, and our skin's going to be weird, and we're not going to feel good. It's going to be harder for us to maintain a healthy weight. Like All these things are a result of hormone imbalances, so that is the message for today. Now, what I want you to do is go back to episodes 16 and 17 that really talks about how you could track your period so you can know when you're ovulating. Because if you don't know when you're ovulating, if so say my friend who who I was talking about, if she was tracking her period, if she was testing her basal body temperature, if she was looking at her cervical mucus patterns to really track her ovulation, which is a deep dive in episodes 16 and 17, she would have seen that her ovulation was delayed. It wasn't on day 14 like it normally was. It probably was on day 17 maybe. And then she would know, okay, so since I did ovulate later, I know my period is going to come later. So it would have made sense to her. She would understand, oh, okay, my ovulation was later. So now I know my period's coming later. I don't have to freak out. I don't have to worry. I do want to look at this. I do want to look at my stress levels and see what I can put in place to really help it. But it's nothing for me to worry about. And it's just knowing your body. It's understanding your body. It's knowing what's going on. So that is my message for you today. So take a look at your life. If you are someone right now who maybe sometimes has an irregular period or it skips a month randomly, 
Take a look at these things in your life. If it's something that's happening continuously, I would really urge you to work with someone to really figure out what's going on because you want to make sure you are getting a regular period for your overall health and well-being to just feel good, to preserve your body, to eat. Just everything becomes easier when our hormones are balanced. And if you're not getting your period regularly, there is something off. So I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I appreciate everybody who tags me on Instagram and shares us on their stories. I always voice memo you back. I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Thank you so much for sharing it. I so appreciate you. Please share this on Instagram if this really resonated with you or shifted you in any way. Or if you don't feel comfortable putting it on Instagram, you're like, I don't want people seeing that I'm learning about my period. Then you could just text it to someone, text it to a friend, text it to your coworkers, whatever. I just love that you are helping me spread this message because you're the reason that this message is growing and I so appreciate you. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.